Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kia and welcome to the World in Sport from RNZ Pacific. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Tonga and Papua New Guinea qualify for the World 7 Series. Oceania's top women's rugby teams prepare to square off and weightlifting Fiji hits back at accusations from a Commonwealth Games champion. But first, Tonga Rugby League coach Christian Wolfe says the newly announced Oceania Cup is exactly what his team and the international game has been calling for. Matema Tonga will go head-to-head with Australia and New Zealand next year in the competition's top tier with Samoa, Fiji and Papua New Guinea contesting the other group. Christian Wolfe says a guaranteed slate of top-level test matches gives the Pacific Island teams certainty and something to look forward to. The organisation and having something that's planned and something that can come forward in the future is a real positive, but also the games that have been put in place and you know, what sort of opportunity and occasion they're going to create is a really big one as well. So... Uh, yeah, we're very happy with what's been put forward at the moment. We certainly support it. And, um, as you said before, there's a lot of things that need to be finalised. But in terms of what's put forward at the moment, we're very supportive. Are you clear on what the structure of the competition will be? There's obviously two pools, Tonga are with New Zealand and Australia. Um, but in terms of like, you know, how many games you would play and, and what the format is? Uh, look, at the moment we're playing New Zealand and Australia. You play once. Um, the thing that we've always got to be really careful of is that you've got players, and we're talking the best players in the game when we talk international footy. So we're using the best players that are involved in uh, their club games for the NRL or the Super League. And um, if we start trying to play you know, any more than two games or three games in most years, uh, one, we're not going to get the support of the clubs, but also... We just start increasing the player workload and the risk of injury as a result of that, and and, and also the player fatigue. And I think what the what the uh, what's been put forward at the moment, where uh, the likelihood of the Tonga play uh, New Zealand mid-year, then Australia play New Zealand at the end of the year, and then we play Australia, and, and there's also an opportunity there for uh, Tonga to play against a, a touring British Lions side. I think if we can put that in place. That's exactly what we need, no more or no less at this stage. And there's obviously two pools, the other one with Samoa, Fiji and Papua New Guinea. Is, is there maybe a risk of New Zealand, Tonga and Australia breaking off and, and becoming sort of a, a tier within itself within this Oceania region? Uh, no, not at all. Um, in 2020, and again, I, um, I applaud this idea. In 2020, the idea is that one of those nations will come up, so to speak, and join Tonga and New Zealand in a, in a three-way and um, that allows for a fifth Pacific Island nation to come in and, and join uh, whoever's left out of the two in uh, in the other pools. So it's a fluid sort of competition where it's not set in stone that you've got the same three teams playing each other each year. That's the Tonga rugby league coach Christian Wolf. 
Tonga will compete on the Men's World Seven Series for the first time in more than five years after finishing fifth at the Oceania Sevens in Suva. Hosts Fiji defended the men's title while Australia regained the women's crown. Tonga defeated the Cook Islands 29 points to 12 in the men's fifth place playoff on Saturday to qualify for the Hamilton and Sydney legs of the World Series, while both teams will compete in the Hong Kong World Series qualifier. The Kingdom last featured on the World Series in the 2013-14 season and coach Tevita Tuifua says the result was all the more satisfying after such a short preparation time. I had a fact in that group that we uh, prepared and we selected. Even though the time that was given uh, was in a short turnaround, which is uh, six weeks perhaps. But I think that was just enough time for us to pull everything together and uh, had got many uh, helping hands here in Auckland to really make a massive difference for our preparation. And in terms of the squad you selected, um, what was sort of the mix between locally based on island and, and from offshore? Yeah, we had a... Three locals and uh, nine states here. And that's the split that we have, uh, you know, we submitted to the union. And they were what happened with it. Three from there were, I only like, we only trained with them once and they went back to South Island. Uh, it was a tough one, but uh, but the trust that we built in this group uh, is quite high. And uh, they turn up uh, the travel and we all uh, gathered together. Uh, with uh, the two from home, and I think uh, unbelievable how they turn up. They got really uh, fit uh, to the environment as well, the fitness level they were in uh, compared to the time. So the, it's quite, uh, I'm quite, quite happy, and as well, everyone involved uh, in uh, coaching and management as well. So And um, so, so uh, were, were you with the team at the World Cup earlier this year? Honestly, I never I never done a, a backtrack of, uh, of the price and the the competitions, uh, to be honest uh, with you, I, I had no time to be able to review that. I was focusing on uh, developing a new plot and uh, targeting, and hopefully we'll, we'll get to secure the role uh, long term, uh, get to Olympic. There'll be uh, that's where we're heading. So it's been five years since Tong has played on the World Series. Uh, by the time uh, the Sydney and Hamilton leagues come around uh, early next year. Uh, You've obviously played for Tonga at tournaments uh, on the World Series yourself, haven't you? So, um, you know, what, what do you think it means for Tongan Sevens Rugby uh, after so long away to finally get to, you know, be on that global stage again? It's meant a lot for um, the rugby lovers and Tonga Rugby Unions, especially for, for the Sevens uh, players that we have given this opportunity to be able to survive again, to come into the uh, the circuit. And, and it's quite, uh, uh, it will be good for the competition and, and good for Tonga Rugby. Uh, as well, uh, and for the players' uh, development. Do you, do you think now that you're on the World Series and a few events, uh, there might be some more players putting their hands up to be involved? Uh, absolutely. Um, there, there have been uh, quite a few uh, phone call and message uh, coming through, but yes, and I think that that was one of our targets, to be able to change the, the perception of uh, Thomas Evans looking for Marta from public. And how competitive do you think the team can be? And what sort of preparation will you be able to have? You mentioned it was uh, a very small preparation for the Oceanias. Uh, now that you know when the next events are, uh, how much time together are you going to have? We're just having a, a staff meeting this week. Guys uh, that I have uh, a group out here in, uh, in Auckland. Um, and we'll uh, commence next week uh, our our, uh, our training, so it will be an open invitation uh, as well as the, the group that we had uh, for the Oceania and still uh, to keep the competition healthy. Uh, we'll open up for public 
uh, and I think it's, uh, it will be a quite a, an opportunity for the for the guys locally here in uh, in New Zealand to put their hands up. That's the Tonga men's sevens coach Tavita Tuifua. Meanwhile, the Papua New Guinea women's team will compete at the Sydney Sevens for a third year running after a top four finish at the Oceania Champs. The Palaeus were outclassed 33 points to five by hosts Fiji in the third place playoff, but still finished as the top non-core team under new coach Paul Titchens, who was only appointed to the role a few weeks ago. They basically uh, put a squad together from the last the World Cup in July and then they sent a squad of 15 players over to, to Sydney and, and I basically met them at the airport and then uh, we were in camp for a week before heading to, to Oceania. So, so the team that you had there for the Oceanias wasn't one that was selected by you? No, so they just sent a, um, a core group of players that had been involved with the side in the, in the previous tournament and uh, I named a squad out of 15 players of 12 to travel to Fiji. And I suppose... Um I suppose it was good for you that last year they did have a few events competing, obviously, uh, in the Sydney tournament in the World Series, uh, and then obviously, as you say, we're at the World Cup in San Francisco. So uh, teams in the Pacific, unlike your, your core teams on World Series, uh, it can be a long time between drinks. So at least they had a bit of a base from last year to, you know, to, to springboard yeah. from. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of those players in the, in the side have played on the international stage, so they had a, uh, a dose of experience, uh, basically to move forward and play at a tournament like, like Oceana and uh, I mean to be to be good at sevens you've got to be training it and playing it and it was fortunate for me that, that it had only been since July since I'd actually taken part in a, a world stage event so it was definitely uh, a huge benefit to me but I knew I had some experience to, to call on uh, moving into a, an important qualifying tournament like Oceana. And uh, were, you, were you happy with the results at Oceania obviously uh, coming up against some, some pretty big sides there, you know New Zealand Australia no surprise them to be in the final and, and obviously Fiji are also a, a World Series regular so uh, in that context fourth place is, is possibly like a win. Yeah I mean our, our goal moving forward when I first met them two weeks ago was to qualify for the Sydney Sevens and then the World Series qualifiers and to do that we had to come out with fourth place or higher and, and come out as the top tier two nation so you know definitely very pleasing with with the results especially with the I guess the caliber of teams there with New Zealand Australia and, and Fiji but in saying that's still a you know a, a very good place to start from in regards to our own performance you know only having them for two weeks the main objective for us was to start playing some pretty good sevens and obviously to challenge some of those teams that are on the circuit and put some structures in place to allow us to, to get better every game and every training that we we took part in so you're definitely very happy with the, the end result, but definitely uh, a lot a lot of room for improvement, which is uh, very promising for the girls. And uh, obviously, you you know, Stephens is in the blood for the Titchens family. What attracted you to the role of working with the Palace? Well, I spent the last year and a half until the World Cup in July working with the Samoa men's side as their strength and conditioning trainer. And prior to that, I spent um, two years as the head coach of the Bay of Plenty men's Stephens team back in New Zealand. So definitely, obviously, the coaching background runs in the family and. Uh, obviously, my, my father has a huge, huge amount to do with that, and um, I look up to him in a number of ways. So, I really enjoy the, I guess, the idea of trying to better a player's performance and and improve their ability in the in the sevens game. And sevens is a great game, and players are allowed to express themselves at you know at a club, provincial, and international level. And you know, to be able to uh, see this job come up a couple of weeks ago and and get my first taste of international coaching on or potentially qualify a team for uh, World Series stage and events it was uh, definitely uh, an easy job to, to apply for and to, to take that on was a, a great opportunity and I really appreciate what the, the Papua New Guinea Rugby Union has given me the, 
the chance to do with with this team. So, how much time will you get with the team, Paul? Obviously, you know Sydney is still a little way away now. Um, do you how, how much time do you get with the players, and, and what sort of preparation will you have for those tournaments? So basically, I'll head over to Fort Moresby in the next few weeks, and and obviously start working on a four or five month plan heading into Hong Kong, and we'll look to play in a in a couple of tournaments leading into Sydney, and then into Hong Kong, which is in April. I guess there'll be invitational tournaments and club tournaments just to give us some. I guess much needed game time because to be good at sevens you've got to be training it and playing it. So we'll have a number of camps and tournaments on certain dates leading into Sydney and Hong Kong just to make sure obviously we're adhering to the training programs and we are giving ourselves the best possible chance to, to get in the best possible condition we can moving into into those important tournaments for us on those key dates. So you know some, some very important camps and dates coming up and I'll look to name a, a wider squad which we can train train from and and build some depth within Papua New Guinea to allow us to name as a very strong squad heading away to those tournaments. That's the PNG Women's Sevens coach, Paul Titchens. The Manusina reclaiming underdog status for the Oceania Women's Rugby Championship, which kicks off in Fiji on Friday. Samoa haven't played a test match since finishing 11th at the Women's Rugby World Cup four years ago and have named 23 new faces in their squad to take on hosts Fiji, Papua New Guinea and Tonga. Head coach Ramsey Tomokino says after four years in the international wilderness, this tournament signals a new beginning for the team. It's a massive step forward and um, you know, kudos to uh, Oceania Rugby and obviously World Rugby um, for you know, wanting to drive the, the women's program. And um, you know, look, we've gone from zero test matches and we're going to have three in the space of uh, 12 days, 10 days or whatever it is um, that we're in Fiji for. And um, to put that in perspective, um, one of our most capped Manusina players who's not in this team has played 10 test matches over a span of, you know, a number of years. And, um, you know, some of these ladies are going to get an opportunity to do, you know, three test matches in one year. And then um, there's obviously... Uh, ideas and um, workshops that have happened that are going to hopefully promote more competition within the region, potentially involving um, other teams and possibly Asia teams as well, um, so uh, possibly a crossover regional competition. So it's, you know, it's an exciting time for, for women's rugby and you know, much like in, in the men's game, we have a lot of Samoan women playing in, in New Zealand and in Australia and um, got a few girls we've, we've selected out of the Farrah Palmer Cup and there's many more that um, turned us down this time around wanting to pursue a Blackburn jersey and, and that's fine. Uh, we certainly let them do that but we also let them know, hey, we're here. But I think the more that our, our female rugby players here in New Zealand, Australia and, and Samoa can see that that there's a, uh, a a program, an annual fixture in your program, then you know we'll, we'll obviously get more people wanting to jump on board, saying, "Hey, I want to be a part of that." Because obviously, our ultimately, our end goal is to get to 2021 Rugby World Cup and you know be the top qualifier from the Oceania region. And of the 26 players you've selected, 21 based in New Zealand, the other five from Australia, uh, and and perhaps because of the long time between drinks, uh, 23 debutants. I mean, that's uh, quite extraordinary, really. So part of um, selecting this team is it's a, it's a for us it's a rebuild it's a restart a re, a, you know a, re, a reset refresh and um, obviously we could have probably picked almost the majority of the squad out of SPC but like I said you know being a New Zealand Samoan or Australian Samoan you are blessed with um, being able to have two two bites at the cherry in terms of trying to get to an international tournament and um, yeah and you know we, we've got to allow um, the girls the opportunity to be able to do that but we love the ones that say hey look I'm ready to represent Samoa and that's what I want to do so 
Um, we obviously had some young girls as well, and you know, the conversation I have around them is, like, hey, you're still young. Obviously, playing those games are only going to make us get better. So, you know, those are <clears throat> those are some of our goals that we want to try and achieve in the next um, next few years. But I think the thing is, the main thing is, we've got something. We've got a, we've got fixtures that are going to be happening annually, and girls can prepare, and they they know that's coming rather than playing a one-off 15th tournament and then, uh, you know, we go missing again for another three, four years. Traditionally, over the last decade or more, uh, Samoa have been the dominant Pacific team in women's rugby. Um, so despite having a few years without any competition, any 15-a-side matches, do you go into this event believing yourself still that to be the case? Or uh, Fiji and PNG having been more active recently, do you do you think they are the ones with the targets on them, so to speak? We'd definitely be underdogs. Um, we haven't had an international programme for a long time. Uh, we are fortunate that we have had girls playing um, up in the FTC, you know, um, and Super W up till quite late in the piece. So, you know, that's a, that's a, a bonus for us. Um, we've watched a couple of Fiji games already from um, when they played uh, Hong Kong and um, they played Japan. Um, they're actually not too bad. So, um, certainly, you know, we've just got to focus on first game against Papua New Guinea, then we've got to play Tonga, and then we finish off with a game against Fiji and, you know, obviously playing Fiji and Fiji is going to be a whole whole different challenge. Certainly they being the Oceania champions from the last time the Oceania Cup happened, uh, which was between Fiji and PNG only. Um, certainly they've got the mandate of um, being the number one seeded team. And then obviously with PNG being second and obviously us and Tonga, you know, having not had 15th program for a little while, we'll call them behind. Let's see Samoa women's rugby coach Ramsey Tomokino. Weightlifting Fiji has rejected claims by Commonwealth Games champion Eileen Thikamatana that she was told to relocate to Suva to work under a new national head coach. The 19-year-old lifter, who won gold in the women's under 90 kilogram division on the Gold Coast earlier this year, was part of the Levoka weightlifting community that is now split away from weightlifting Fiji, claiming the national bodies mistreated and bullied their athletes. Thikamatana has vowed to never represent Fiji again in international competition, and said weightlifting Fiji tried to force athletes to train in Suva under Iranian coach Hossein Tavakoli against their wishes. The New Caledonia-based lifter said the final straw was when the athletes were told to apologise and asked to sign forms accepting blame for the split and promising to return to Fiji. But weightlifting Fiji president Atma Maharaj said a letter sent to stakeholders in May showed the governing body excluded Eileen Thikamatana from a requirement to train in Suva and enabled her to keep training under Paul Coffer at the Oceania Weightlifting Institute in Namir. Adma Maharaj said despite being allowed to continue training in New Caledonia, Eileen Thikamatana still needed to develop a working relationship with Mr Tavakoli if she was to represent Fiji at international events. Mr Maharaj said Weightlifting Fiji wanted Eileen Thikamatana to attend this year's Junior and Senior World Champs, but it was her choice to boycott representing Fiji and to remove herself from competing. And that's the World in Sport for this week. From RNZ Pacific, I'm Vinnie Wiley. Meitaki maata and thank you very much for listening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.